Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Adjust Your Life podcast, starring Dr. Pat O'Brien and Dr. Tim Dooley. Notice my name was listed first. It was. (laughs) It was. All right, guys. Today's episode, we are going to discuss tools at home for back pain. Yeah, and it's something that we get asked a ton in, in practice. It's... You know, if you are not going to go to a chiropractor, if you're not going to go to a doctor, or if it's not, you know, you don't feel like it's severe enough for back pain or even neck pain for that matter, what are what are tools? And we say tools like maybe it's information that you can be provided to make your back pain better. Maybe it's um, different types of items that you can have around the home that could help you. And I don't think we have a specific order to go through. I think there's just I have a list list of well let's 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 go let's talk about. Start, I have a couple that I use. So. It starts with alcohol. Look, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just <laughs> Okay. Helps temporarily. Yeah, tools for back pain. I got number one, a recommended one that we, I wouldn't say recommended, but number one thing we always talk about is foam roller. Yeah. That thing is huge. Well, and I think think it's really picked up a lot in, I don't know, past decade. It's much more common. You can get them for next to nothing on Amazon. You can buy them at Walmart, and, and they're very effective. But I think the biggest thing with that is where does the back hurt? What kind of pain is it, and are we actually doing the foam roller Correctly. C- the correct way? And I don't know. What do you tell patients? Like I, I'll, I'll go into what I say, but I'm curious. I what. typically tell them that it's very effective for thoracic pain or yeah. mid back, mid to lower, and then mid to upper back pain. You don't really want to do it on your neck or your lower back per se, but um, the idea is you lay it horizontally and you essentially lay on it across what would be a bra line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a patient will cross their arms pretty tight and flex their chin down while pushing up all their weight from their feet, laying on the roller going north to south. And I tell patients it's like, you know, for those of you that that bake, it's you got a a thing of dough and you're using a rolling pin. And and as you roll back and forth over the dough, what does it do? It, It lengthens the dough. It makes it longer. So when a muscle is hurting, a lot of times it's because it's in a spasm state. And a spasm basically means the muscle is in a shortened state and it's causing pain. So a foam roller's job is going to be to lengthen the muscle, which is going to help to limit the spasms and help dissipate the pain. So kind of the, kind of the purpose of it. It's really effective. Like for me, my first experience with that was uh, football in college. It was good for like quads and hamstrings, things like this, for like longer muscles. Yeah, it works for everything, really. <clears throat> oh, for sure. And you you could even not necessarily have to lay on it. You could lay face down and have a significant other put it on your back perpendicular to your spine and kind of just roll it up and down your spine as well. I mean, all different effective ways to, to treat this for sure. Much more effective than having a kid or another adult stand on your back. Which I've, I think I had two or three people today tell me that their spouse did that for them. So, that's, yes. That sounds terrible. That's I don't know if I'd call that a tool, but you that's a whole other podcast. I, I wouldn't so. let you stand on my back. <laughs> that. Um, what's next with foam roller? We got that covered. Uh, again, they're cheap. They're on Amazon. Uh, you can probably get one under $20. And I think real quick before we move to the next one here, they have the foam rollers. There's different densities of the foam. There's really like very thin foam, like a almost like a pool noodle. I don't think it's going to provide a lot of support. I wouldn't suggest that. I like the ones that are a little harder. And I personally am not a fan of the ones that have like 
for those of you who know what it looks like, it has like a bunch of little bumps in them, mm-hmm. like a bunch of little like raised areas. I think that's more of like the muscle to some degree, but yeah. that's not really. You get one that's flat, that's smooth, smooth. That's going to be the best suited for most of the conditions you're probably going to experience. So. Mm-hmm. And I also tell folks like, you can also do it up against the wall. So if it yeah. hurts really bad to do it on the floor, and a lot of folks who have mid back pain, it will early on. Um, put it up against the wall and lean towards the wall and roll it. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, next one, tens units. Most people know, well, maybe not, that you can buy tens units online. You can buy them here in our office. Um, and what that is, let's go into detail what that is. You know, there are electrodes that you, you know, you essentially put on a uh, patient, maybe where, depending on the cervical, thoracic, lumbar, or even the joint, and you want to surround the area of discomfort with these pads. Um, and basically, it works as a functional pain reliever and then once you turn it off the pain's still going to be there but it'll buy you some time to get in to see somebody yeah and you like he dr religious said you can i mean you get what you pay for but you can get them on amazon you can get them online you can google them whatever but you know they may not be powerful enough for you they may not last long i mean we have we have some high quality ones that we do sell and it's it's essentially effective for anyone anyone and everyone depends on the location of the body too like obviously you want to put it on in the muscles uh, surround certain joints, you know, mm-hmm. things like this. But um, obviously, certain parts of your body, you're not going to put them on. But yeah. it would be it would be an effective tool that's going to be just more for uh, helping with that intractable pain, helping with pain that you just can't seem to get rid of. But as he stated, when you take it off and you're done, it's it's not like doing it three times a day for a week is going to improve your your condition necessarily. It's going to be just help, like he said, just to buy you time buy for you sure. Time. Yeah, and it solely works when it's on. You know, it just covers it up yep um you know you can find the tens unit you know anywhere from a hundred dollars zero to a hundred dollars really or 50 to a hundred dollars i would say and the closer to a hundred the better and they're gonna have more functions and things like that for sure i agree um next thing is a new one out it's a theragun yep uh what are those run these theragun is like those those guns where you you charge up or you you um you click them on and then they kind of have like a pulsing they have like a rubber head at the end different size heads you can put on there and and you can just kind of put them on different parts of your body, and it's kind of like a massage gun. Yeah. Uh, you know, just looking online, you get these for 40, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And again, get what you pay for, but at the end of the day, they all do essentially the same thing. Some of these high level guns are 350 bucks, which I don't think is personally necessary for it if you're just looking for just general relief, but this can be used for a multitude of things with your health. I mean, a lot of different conditions. Just about any soft tissue injury, really. Yeah, and it's like with some of these things, if you have like an, if, an acute flare-up, uh, a significant bruise because you fell or something, I, I wouldn't suggest thumping away at that because that's just going to irritate it more. So it depends on the situation. If it's a muscle issue or if you had chronic lower back pain, your back's tight in the morning or at night, I mean, absolutely something that I would suggest. And, and sometimes it's a, little help, it's a little more helpful when you have someone to help you if you can sit down and they can – kind of do it on to the backside of you or wherever your neck is because you can't reach certain spots just for a couple minutes. I'm definitely something worthwhile trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, next on the list, uh, I have a pull-up bar on here. Um, the purpose of the pull-up bar, you know, you could use that. You could use anything to hang from, really. You can use, I don't know, what, give me some other examples. Uh, you can hang from a jungle gym. You can hang from monkey bars. You yep. can hang from a joist in your house. You can hang... And and that well that kind of caters to and we'll talk about that but that kind of gets into like we see these the old the old school things where they have these boots that people like clip into and hang from the bars upside down or uh, those tables you can buy where you hang upside down those, those inversion tables and what that what he's what he's referring to is is hanging from these um, gets a very just longitudinal stretch through the whole spine mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's going to, it's not just going to help your spine, but it's, I mean, it's going to help on decompress the pressure on the knees and the hips and everything. The reason I say pull up bars, cause that's really cheap. The inversion tables are what they're going to run two to $300. Yeah, that's, that's probably the pull up bar. I mean, you probably have something in your house you can hang from. Oh, they have those ones you can put right in the doorway, right doorway. and those are, those are next to nothing. The only problem that I, I could see as being an issue for some individuals, maybe listening to this podcast is that when you're hanging from one of those bars, you got to have the grip strength to sustain a hold. Mm-hmm. You got to there might be some unnecessary stress in your shoulders and your joints when you're doing so. So they have these little things you can buy. They're like they have these big clips on the end and they they kind of come down and have like a little sling and you can put your arms through these slings and there's two of them one for each arm and you it kind of hooks on like underneath like right above your elbow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will do those to help with if they're doing like knee raises in the gym or something, but that'll take all the tension off your shoulders and, and very effective and just hanging there honestly just feels really good. Yeah. And if you have access to a gym, use the dip machine too. You could use that. This is the dip yep. machine where you're, you know, you're you're holding yourself up, and that'll be easier on your shoulders. And when you're doing this, I mean, like this is not like, hey, I need to commit an hour a day. I mean, like, hang for five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, hang for a couple, not even. Mm-hmm. Just everybody. If you're doing it every day, the consistency, not so much the frequency, but the consistency is going to be the key part there. Just a couple minutes. That's it. And I will say that if if you can't walk normally, if you can't move around normally because your back's hurting that bad, this is not the thing to do. This is something to do on a regular basis, not when you're acutely injured. Oh, yeah. So, so like, acutely sense. injured being, like, if I'm in a car accident and I have back pain, and then that night I'm going to go hang, I would not suggest that. Yeah. If I pulled a muscle, shoveling mulch or something, I wouldn't go in there and hang specifically um, because this could, in turn, make things worse. But I find it's important to say there are a lot of people that come to this office who say, I feel like it would feel good if I could just be pulled apart, not even knowing that we have a decompression table, not even knowing if that's even a therapy that exists, but they have that innate thought in their head where they're like, I feel like it would feel good to be stretched. So it's kind of like, listen to your body. If it, if you know, if you think it's going to feel good, it's probably going to work. If you, if you have a back issue and you start to hang, you're going to know immediately if it's not worth it, because it's going to tell you it's going to hurt or it's going to feel good. So listen to your body. Well, next thing I have is ice and heat, which we did an entire podcast on already. So, which you should um, tune in and check it out. It's yeah, awesome. Let's just listen to that. It's so fantastic. This again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Um, and obviously, that's a tool. You know, whether you can take it or not, it's that's uh, obviously your scenario. Uh, the next thing after that would be the icy hot slash uh, biofreeze slash ortho gel slash Bengay slash yeah. CBD. Yeah, and and those are those are what we call an analgesic, and all that means is it just helps with helps with topical pain. I mean, I don't know about how much is absorbed into the muscle per se, but those are effective temporary they, relief. Temporary relief. Um, there are people that will live on that stuff. It can be it can help with a, num- a number of things. A lot of muscle problems. It can help with arthritis. Uh, you can get all different kinds. We personally sell Biofreeze in this office. I've I've used it. It's mm-hmm. helped with me. But it's something that you can just um, put on at home. I don't see any really big, strong contraindications to it. I wouldn't put it on open wounds or anything. But definitely, definitely very effective. Super, super common amongst people with chronic pain. No question. Um, I don't have much else to say about that one. But that one's pretty cheap. You can find that over the counter. You can mm-hmm. get professional grade, which is here, which is a little stronger. Yeah. Patients do come in here to get hours because we have a license to get more of a, uh, a higher concentration of the active ingredient. But um next thing i have is neck pillows i really wanted to hear your opinion on neck pillows you've been waiting all day i've been waiting so what do you think of these airplane pillows what do you think of what's the proper pillow to use 
Uh, we get that question asked a lot. We'll just throw that into this podcast about, you know, pillow usage and the whole bit. And but. here's what here's what everyone listening to this is going to hear right now because I have we have not discussed this prior. So I'm going to tell my opinion that I want to hear his because I think when you ask multiple doctors, you might get multiple opinions, but maybe you need multiple opinions so you can find different options and find what which one works for you. So what I tell people is this. Um, I have a pillow that's a, it's expensive pillow. Not it's, I wanted to try it and it was one of those purple pillows and it's like a rubber pillow and it's, it's thin and it honestly, it, it works well cause it supports my head better. But what I have found that it works for a few days, but then it doesn't. And the reason for it is, is that if I'm laying on my side, which I suggest sleeping on the side or back for that matter, not on your stomach. But if I'm using a pillow and I'm laying on my side after two or three nights, my neck muscles, my posture gets so in tune with that same position over and over that my neck muscles start to tighten up. So then what I do is I use that same pillow, but then I'll take another $5 Walmart pillow and I'll put that down first and I'll put the purple pillow on top of it. So it adds a little like more spacing between the two. So now my head has a little bit more of a, a lift or a tilt when I'm on my side. And then for two or three nights, I'm totally fine because now I'm not in that same flat position. And after two or three nights, I get rid of that one pillow and I'm back to the flat pillow. So my suggestion to patients is it's kind of changing head positioning and not letting the body acclimate or adapt to that same position over and over and over again. So the constant changing in positions I have found and not something to learn in school or grad school, it's literally real, real world experience for me personally that has worked for me. So it's usually every three days I switch pillows or I add, I add one pillow to the other pillow to add it. So it's thicker and that takes all the tension off my neck. And honestly, that works really well for me personally. So I don't think it's about the pillow I think it is, but it's, it's, about, the body it's about the positioning. It's like if I go to the gym and I work out and do the same lift every single day over and over and over, eventually you're going to get used to that lift. It's going to become easy or your muscles aren't going to grow because they're not getting challenged. So what, what do you do? You change the exercise, but then you come back to it. So it's I think it, that's the way I kind of would – that's my quick – opinion on sleeping with the right pillow so i don't know what you tell patients that's what uh, I, I mean what i tell patients when they ask me what kind of pillow i should get i always say you know you get something to you know find yourself when you sleep on your side find something that puts your head in a neutral position a lot of folks will come in and they sleep all night with their shoulder drawn all the way up to their head and that tells me the, the pillow is either too small or not you know not thick enough not cushiony enough and it's making you force your shoulder up to support your head or the other way around their heads pushed the other way and the pillow is too big so you need to have your have somebody or a significant other or spouse or whatnot you know look at you sleep from the side and try to have that pillow pushing your head into a neutral position um, which neutral but neutral meaning just kind of in a normal position not up or down um, so that's what I tell patients and, and then if I went into detail with me personally I I purposely didn't listen to what you said because I didn't want to be um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shaded one way. But at the tail end, I caught you say something I would think of myself. Is I use a different pillow almost every night. So like you I do, have, yeah. I know I have like a round of like I don't have a thousand pillows where I just go back and forth with another. But I definitely like. One night I'll see with this pillow, another night I'll see with that pillow, and then I'll go back and reverse and go back and forth. But that's that's kind of getting really, right what I just said. I don't yeah. really fall in love with the pillow. I don't think it has much to do with whether or not I get a good night's sleep or I have neck pain or don't. Uh, that's just my fashion. Now, if you ask my wife, she's completely different. She uses the, what's the my pillow? That's the only one she'll use, and she'll take it everywhere. <laughs> like in I've the plane, traveled with my in the pillow, car, too. Car, in the car, I mean, everywhere, this pillow, and it's, I look at it, and it's like nothing. So I don't I don't understand it, but 
you know, but what, to, but what you're saying is because you purposely ignored what I was saying is yeah. we ended up with the same thing though. You switch pillows, yeah. you change head positions. I change pillows purposely. You might not do it purposely, but point is, is that it's just switching that head position and the neutral thing. I, I agree with that. Neutral being that it's essentially almost like an even distance from right ear to right shoulder versus left ear, left shoulder. It's not like one's being jammed to the other versus the right. other side. So, yeah, I agree. That, we, we're I, on the same page. I'll even transition that into sitting. Like, everyone wants to know how to sit properly, and I'm like, there isn't one proper way to sit. It's change positions every yep. 20 minutes. Like, sit like you're slouched. Sit like you're up. Sit like you're to the side. If you sit in a perfect posture the entire day, you're going to have just as much back pain as somebody else, in my opinion. And and this seems like we're just kind of going round and round, but I'm telling you, like, again, for those listening, like, this is, like, really good advice. Like, people ask this all the time, and this is, like, the best possible answer we can give you. It's it's, And I'm passionate about it because it, this is such a – it seems like you want a magic answer, and there's not. Like, this right here legitimately is the best thing you can do. It's just be be uh, be dynamic, um, you know, be, be different, mix it up, so – I don't, I don't, any other tools that a list on your list over there oh, on that notepad? No. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's a, that's pretty much the vast majority of what I go over with patients. So uh, I think that would be it. Uh, so, guys, uh, visit our website to see some uh, video demonstrations of some of the things uh, we talked about today, ipmdohio.com. I'm sure Dr. O'Brien can't wait to show you. I've done all the videos, so you will see uh, Dr. Dooley on there. Man, I might have to go home. I don't know. <laughs> Right, yeah, guys. no, the videos will be worthwhile. Check them out for sure. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you. We'll chat with you on the next episode. Thanks.